Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Fallen Badge. This episode we're going to look at the murder of Trooper Eric Nicholson, South Carolina Highway Patrol. Now this episode is at the request of Dispatcher 1216 from the state of South Carolina. Now for our story, we're going to be talking about two counties in the northern part of the great state of South Carolina, Greenville County and Anderson County. Now there's a fella and he ain't much of a fella, but he lived in Anderson County. He owned a computer parts place there in the city of Anderson. Now, when he wasn't selling computer parts, he was into swindling and forging and other underhanded activities. Well, as it turns out, he did some other things a lot worse. He was also a bank robber. Part of his M.O. was to wear a motorcycle helmet when he was robbing the bank. Now, he's suspected of robbing banks in Anderson County and Greenville County. And I'm sure probably some of the other neighboring counties. And as it turns out, his girlfriend was involved in these robberies. So we got a treacherous couple doing treacherous things. And unfortunately, they're going to graduate from treachery to murder. Trooper Eric Nicholson, he was pretty well everything that our defendant was not. Trooper Nicholson had served his country in the Marine Corps He left that and he became a South Carolina state trooper. He'd been one for about two and a half years or so. So serving your country and serving your state and trying to make a difference. I'm sure all those qualities were totally lost on the evil little man that we're going to be talking about. It's December 6, 2000. Trooper Nicholson is on duty. He stops by his wife's workplace. She works for the state as well. 
they were having a blood drive. So he stops in there at her office, gives some blood. Gives her a kiss, tells her he loves her, and he heads out to Interstate 85. Now, Interstate 85 obviously runs north and south, and it runs along the south side of Greenville, South Carolina. Now, it's around noontime. It's cold and clear in Greenville. Trooper Nicholson sees a moped on the interstate. Well, now, of course, that's illegal for a moped to be on the interstate. So he's going to pull it over and, I don't know, give a warning, write a ticket, whatever troopers do in South Carolina. So he lights up the moped driver doesn't stop driver exits there off of uh, Woodruff Road that's right before 85 hits 385 so the moped gets off the exit it veers back and goes to the right which would be eastbound I believe that's Highway 146, which is also Woodruff Road. Now, Trooper Nicholson's got his lights and siren on, and he's advised the dispatcher that he was going to stop a moped. Then the moped takes that, I believe, the first right. Now, the information I'm going by is from the appeals court and media release several different sources so uh, I believe this is correct if it's not somebody can correct me and let me know so the moped hangs a right goes back what I would believe would probably be southbound on Carolina Point Parkway now, that was a business park at one time And the stop location, I believe, is that second opening as you're going southbound. So the moped's not going to stop. So Trooper Nicholson, he speeds up, passes the moped, and then cuts in front of the moped kind of boxes it in against the medium strip right there. So the moped has to stop. And if you you look at this picture right here, that's the that's Trooper Nicholson's vehicle that I've got a circle around. You see how it's angled. Now, in this position here, he's able to successfully get the moped to stop. Now, the downside is he's at a disadvantage because he's still in his car. And the operator of the moped has pretty free movement. So, before 
Trooper Nicholson can get out of the car or put his window down or do anything, the moped operator pulls a pistol. I don't know where he had the pistol at, but he pulled it out and he cranked off eight rounds. Pretty well point-blank range. And he's firing and the rounds are hitting the trooper in his side. Now that's the that's the weak point of a Kevlar vest is on the sides because usually there's a little gap there. Trooper Nicholson's hit five times. No shots traversed the body and I believe struck his lungs and his heart. Now he's able to get out a call for help. Witnesses saw the shooting. The moped driver, he backed his moped up, turned around, and he went back the way he'd come up the parkway. and he hits Woodruff and he hangs a right he's going to continue eastbound on Woodruff took a right back on Woodruff off of the parkway he went east just a couple of blocks and then he hung a right and he went back southbound on Miller now he went just a little ways down there. There's the Greenville Gymnastics Center there at that crossroad there with Miller. He pulled in behind there, and that's where his girlfriend was waiting in a blue Jeep Wagoneer. Now some civilians followed him, were able to give the tag number and gave it to police. And then we lose contact with the suspects here for just a little while. Now, while that's going on, police have made the scene where Trooper Nicholson is down. Now, he's airlifted from the scene, taken to the hospital there in Greenville, where he dies or is pronounced dead about 1230 now about 2.15 p.m., so just a little over an hour or two since Trooper Nicholson has died. Anderson County Sheriff's deputies are, have set up there at the exit off I-85 there in Highway 24 in Townville. Now they see that blue jeep wagoneer come rolling off the interstate so then we begin the chase now about five minutes later or so the chase is has went eastbound on 24 from the interstate now the female the girlfriend's driving and the suspect He's cranking off rounds through the back glass. They've raised the glass or something. 
So he's able to fire at the deputies. Uh, now, he hits the windshield on one of the deputies' cars, and he, the uh, deputy is struck in the head, and he has to pull off the chase. Now, that shooting occurs somewhere near the double bridges. I don't know if it's the east side or the west side of, of the bridges. I, I take it from the time involved that it was probably, it was probably west of, of the bridges. But in any event, about 2.22 p.m., police are, have set up there at Highway 24 and 187. And the female, she hangs a right and she gets on Highway 187. Now, when she makes that right, the police open up on the, the Jeep. Wagoneer. It's ironic, and it's not lost on me the fact that two murderers have now turned onto a highway identified as 187, which is the penal code for homicide in the state of California. So now the police have shot the Jeep up, but it's still rolling. And you got multiple jurisdictions chasing them down Highway 187, southbound. Now, about 2.30 or so during this chase, the Jeep gives out on them, and they carjack a Blue Ridge Electric Cooperative crewman that's out doing a survey or something. So they take his truck. And the chase continues. Now they get down there at the intersection of 187 and Cary Lane. Now that little intersection's just right before 187 hits uh, Highway 29. So the police open up on the pickup truck and the truck goes off the road off of 187 it gets on Cary Road and now it's riding along by the the wood line there police are behind them and they've got them boxed in so the pickup truck continues on Cary Road well it's it dead ends down there at the lake Lake Hartwell now they got the helicopter and the helicopters got an eyeball on the pickup truck so they're flying over the edge of, of the woods where the pickup truck went in out. So the police get set up. They're not going to go in there just right off the bat. Now while they're in the woods, the male suspect, he gets behind the wheel of the truck. And they come busting out of the woods in that pickup truck and he's firing while he's driving. Now, an Anderson County deputy, I do believe, one of his rounds hits the male suspect right between the eyes. Now, you would think that would be good news and a good story that the male suspect is dead. Well, unfortunately, there's three things that are really hard to kill. Cockroaches, 
rats, and cop killers. Well, he doesn't die, but he's taken into custody and the female's taken into custody. They're put on trial in both Greenville County and Anderson County. Suspect gets indicted, goes to trial and found guilty of murder of Trooper Nicholson and then possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. Now he's also found guilty down in Anderson County criminal conspiracy, failure to stop and signal by a law enforcement vehicle, resisting arrest with a deadly weapon, armed robbery, two counts of possession of a firearm during the commission or an attempt to commit a violent crime, five counts of assault with intent to kill, one count of assault and battery with intent to kill, one count of assault and battery of a high and aggravated nature. And the judge there in Anderson County, he gives him 138 years to go along with that death sentence that he got in Greenville County. Now, I'll give you two guesses about whether that death sentence has been carried out or not. And if you said it had, then you'd be wrong because, of course suspect is still alive John Wood is his name now the reason I'm showing you his picture right now I want you to take a good look at that left eye that sleepy eye and if you look at his nose that's what it looks like when you catch a bullet between the eyes now, he's still alive, and I'm sure he's going to die of natural causes before the state of South Carolina can carry out the lawful execution by the way legislators create those laws, and they're elected by the people. But lives on, he does. As far as I know... His girlfriend, Karen McCall, who I couldn't find a picture of, as far as I know, she's still alive, sitting in prison as well. Trooper Eric Francis Nicholson. End of watch, December 6, 2000.